This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. We're still waiting on Travis Hancock, but we have Vash Die Heard from Carolina Blitz. Let's play the music. Camelot. Camelot. It's only a model. Until Travis Hancock from WFNZ in Charlotte gets here, it's just a table for two for me and Vash Diehert, CarolinaBlitz.com. And I'm glad I Victoria did not tell me that she had contacted you about doing this. I'm glad you're here, uh, Miss Hurt, for this reason. Your video last night spoke to me when you asked, Frank Reich, and I know Scott Fitterer was there, and I'm, you may have posed a question to both, about the who is quarterback one when Bryce Young walks through the doors. And Frank took about a minute or so uh, and kind of talked himself into a circle and then just went, he's going to have to earn it, which, of course, of course he's going to have to earn it. But my takeaway was, well, what was your takeaway from his answer? It, for Frank, and, and we're still getting to know him, it was very long-winded for him, and uh, which means he might not have been as comfortable with that question in that moment. Uh, but he did say that he and, and, and Scott Fitter discussed, you know, whether Bryce would come in as QB1 or not. Uh, you know, I mean, come on. It, it, he said the right thing. Right. He said he's going to have to earn it. He said, and then, as you mentioned, toward the end of his answer, he said he's going to be QB2. But when the Panthers take the field for their starting game, I guess in September, it will be Bryce Young under center. That's exactly exactly. He said the only thing he could say, and it took him a while. He probably should have taken a deep breath first. Like, <laughs> okay, it was a good question. Uh, and uh, again, I well, I use so much stuff from uh, from your Twitter feed, uh, Keep Blitzen, because they're really smart questions. Uh, that fans want to know, and I appreciate you asking them. Um, the The question of who QB1 is, like, it's going to take one preseason game. Now, not, probably not the first. I don't think we'll see Bryce Young play the first preseason game, but the first time he plays a preseason game, I'm sure the next week he'll become QB1. Not, not that Andy Dalton is not a capable quarterback, but... They didn't draft Bryce Young to have him watch Andy Dalton play the position. I, uh, I, they also, I have to think, they believe not a finished product, but more than ready to step on an NFL field. Well, that's why you trade up for him, right? And, and you don't bring Andy Dalton in to be your QB1. The Panthers have done that. They are over that. Uh, you bring Andy Dalton in to be a guy who is a formidable backup. And that's what they've been having as starters for the last, what, three years. They've been having backup quarterbacks play start, right. be starters. And so, yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, you know, you don't trade for the number one pick and put on everything. I'm here in Charlotte. I'm at the stadium now. They had a whole to-do, blue carpet, band, everything. You don't do this to have your quarterback sit on the bench. Like, this is a revitalization for this franchise, new coach, new quarterback, and, and people want to see him play. They rolled out the blue carpet for Bryce Young. Now, the, so we aired the press conference. It was like 40 minutes late. So how many autographs did he sign before he sat down? Not many, and it's crazy because the the actual portion 
where he got out of the car and walked the blue carpet and banged on the drum, that took all of maybe 15, 20 minutes. I think that the long part was him walking through the stadium, going through the locker room, meeting the coaches, meeting the staff. Okay. That was the stuff that we had to wait for. Um, and then finally he came, and I guess it's starting the media portion. I just, I'm sitting in a booth, and right next door he was doing an interview with the NFL Network. So I think this is, this is part of the scheduled day. But he went through the meeting of the staff and the coaches first, and then he came to us, which is why it was so late. So th- think about all that. Invest iHeart, CarolinaBlitz.com is joining us here uh, on Twitter. Uh, keep Blitz, and you should check that out. Um, he is he's so prepared for stuff like this based on where he played his high school football and where he played his college football. I mean, it's probably. I mean, I know high school games are not nationally televised, although I'm sure a couple of his were. And this guy has played basically every game like he's an NFL player. He's been groomed for this. And, and you know, I, I think about another player who was kind of groomed for the spotlight. And I'm not comparing them before people come at me. But LeBron James was groomed for the spotlight, right? Yeah. High school, he was deemed as the one. And then he didn't go to college, but he came right into the NBA and had all of that pressure on him. And I think that that, is important for somebody who has always been groomed for the moment. It's like emperors from a long time ago, right? They were groomed to be in everything that they did was so that they would be able to be in the place of leadership. And that's how it is with Bryce Young. I mean, he's quiet, but then he was asked a question about whether he was, instead of what disadvantage his height was or is, what advantages there are to his height. And I heard excitement in his voice. Um, and I'm imagining that's who we'll hear, we'll, what they'll see in the locker room. But, I mean, he's a quiet guy, but he's been groomed and prepped for this moment his entire life. I personally think that we're about to see the narrative about uh, the cookie cutter, quarterbacks must be big, all of those things. I think we're going to see those change. I think in many ways Drew Brees did change the narrative about quarterbacks who were not Six two, six three, six four. Russell Wilson again is uh, part of the changing of the narrative. Now, this is the first one that we drafted. I shouldn't say first one because Kyler Murray was drafted one overall too. But I think you could probably use. There's other elements of Kyler Murray that I think get in his way. But this could be another one, another uh, another example of what we used to think about the position probably doesn't hold today. Yeah, and, and it's crazy. I'm likening this to basketball stuff, but I think about Steph Curry, right? Yep. Um, Steph Curry came in, and Bryce is a huge Steph Curry fan, uh, which you mentioned in the press conference today. Steph Curry kind of came in and revolutionized the game. Uh, he was always too short, too small, um, and he, he, he came in and, and changed the game with his three-point shot. And Bryce Young has a chance to be that guy as well. Um, you know, I, not Kyler Murray-ish, but, but in his own way, because as you mentioned, I think that they're two different guys, two different strengths. But if he can come in and have success after all of the hoopla, you know, and all of the questions regarding uh, his size, it could really change that quarterback position and, and, and how it's looked at. Uh, for the foreseeable future. All right, Vash, I heard a couple of more things, and then we will uh, we will let you go. Oh no, we oh he's here. Let's pull up a chair for Travis Hancock. 
<laughs> from WFNZ Mac and Bone in the morning. Uh, were, were you in line to get uh, Bryce Young's autograph, or what was going on? Uh, no, I was I was talking to Will Levis. He's had a rough couple of days, so I was making sure he was okay. I uh, I apologize for being late. I'm not normally late, so I apologize. No, for it's that. quite it's quite all right. You since you were talking to Will Levis, uh, and uh, this will be the I promise the listeners this will be the last time I will mention it. Can we all agree that if you are seen on video putting mayonnaise in coffee, that that is the biggest red flag you could have? You're not going to be drafted in the first round of the draft, Travis. Yeah, that's got to be. I mean, we're talking about, you know, did he not meet well with teams? Is it a toe injury? No. If you're putting condiments like that in your coffee, that's probably why you're sitting there as long as you are. I mean, I just can't. And I I promise everybody I'm going to get off of that that topic. Real quick, before I uh, throw another couple of questions at you guys, uh, Travis, your thoughts on... Uh, what the what five ten one ninety means and uh, overall thoughts of where we are with uh, with Bryce Young? Uh, I think it's uh, been interesting to talk so much about a quarterback height. I've never talked more about something in my life than I have that in the last you know two three months, yeah. especially the last couple of weeks. Look, it matters. It's definitely something to discuss, and it, it's something. But when we watched Drew Brees and Russell Wilson play football, I never really thought much about their height, um, the way they played. They overcame that. Um, when I watched Bryce Young play at Alabama, we watched him plenty at Alabama, I never watched him and thought, oh, my gosh, he's short. He overcame it. They, there are times when athletes play bigger than they are. They figure out a way. This is not – Bryce Young did not just become 5'10 and a half. He's been that <laughs> right. way his whole football life. So – I think that, yeah, it's something certainly to discuss, and it's, you can't avoid it, but he's one of these athletes that just plays bigger than he really is. Charles Barkley was six four and a half playing power forward in the NBA. It did not hold him back at all. Uh, Vashti, what's next? What, is, what do the Panthers do tonight, uh, second and third rounds? I don't know. I think the Panthers are a little aggressive tonight. I, I don't know. You know, they, they sit at 39. There's still some some good edge rushers. There's good, still some good linebackers on the board. Those are areas that, that the Panthers could use beefing up in. Uh, there was a wide receiver who they talked about was very impressive during their visit. Um, maybe they pursue that. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, they traded and, and maybe got a third round pick, which I don't think they have right now. Right. Uh, so yeah, I think that I think that I think that Scott Fitter and, and Frank Wright would be aggressive, a la David Tepper, who is like he looks like he's a kid in the candy store. Like I don't know who <laughs> this guy is. Um, so yeah, I expect the Panthers to, to go for it tonight. So. Uh, Travis, what, what do you think they do tonight? I'm, I'm going to throw a couple of a uh, couple of names and positions at you guys because uh, okay. there, there's a lo- there's a lot of names, there's a lot of positions on the board uh, and areas of need for Carolina. Where do you think they head? Hey, it's Adam Golden. I'm in studio with my friend, Coach Pete Ruder with the Capital Financial Advisory Group. Is it ever too soon to seek out you and your expertise? 
really there's no too soon. It's time to get serious. So if you're 50 or over, we call it the financial red zone. And that's when really it's time for you to take control of your money and, and make sure you have a firm on your side that's a fiduciary planning firm, which means they take your side at all times. Now, we'll do this for the next 10 of you who call. This is a $1,000 value, but I'm going to waive my planning fee to make sure you get your total retirement plan and you get on the right path for retirement. Call 888-843-0013, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Well, I, I, you know, with Scott Fitterer, you can always assume that there's going to be a lot of moves. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I would not have said trade up at all because there are so many guys at 39 that either fit what they need or have been linked to them via visits. So I would have never said 39 would be a spot to trade up from, maybe trade back. But the fact that Joey Porter Jr. is there, yep. the corner from Penn State, who's following a little bit further than we thought. Look, he's the rangy long corner that Fitterer likes, the Seattle Seahawks mindset. He's got the lineage like J.C. Horn had yep. with his father. If there's a guy to get up there and get, Joey Porter Jr. paired with J.C. Horn, that's kind of intriguing to me in a move-up scenario. I also love Drew Sanders at 39, the linebacker slash end from Arkansas if he was there. He's the guy that hurt Bryce Young, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, true. Oh, yeah, good point. Uh, Kelly Ringo is also there. Cam Smith, the other guy from the, just just get the entire Gamecocks the uh, quarterback contingent. Uh, so they're great players at quarterback. Basically, other than the kid from Utah, all the tight ends are there. All of the good ones are there. Not to mention, I know there was a run on wide receivers, but there are some pretty good wide receivers out there in that Carolina could get in the second round. Uh, Vasta, you mentioned edge rusher. Uh, is uh, is an area of need. I think it's in, more of an area of want than an area of need. Uh, what do you think about those other positions? Uh, you mean outside of edge rusher? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they I think they need to add some 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 pieces to the linebacker room, especially going from a four three to a three four. Uh, and and I do like I like that Joey Porter. Uh, I like that Porter pick. Um, so yeah, I, I think linebacker. I think edge rusher potentially on the uh, potentially a cornerback. But I think I think edge and, and, and linebackers. All right, real real quick before we let you both go, and I appreciate your time. Um, Lamar Jackson signed his contract yesterday. Uh, Travis, your thoughts on uh, Lamar? Didn't get the deal that he was trying to get with uh, the, the 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 Deshaun Watson deal. Uh, but he basically got Jalen Hurts' contract plus a little extra. Uh, was did he win? Uh, I, I, well, he certainly wins something with that amount of money. I'm not sure exactly what he was going for, but Jalen Hurts and the timing of that pushed that to the direction of getting it done. I, I will say what happens now, though, is Baltimore. It's been sort of in my mind uh, going forward, Cincinnati. Uh, Buffalo and Kansas City because of the unknown of Lamar with the Ravens in the AFC. But you start to look at Baltimore and, and how well they roster manage usually with that team. And then they they had Zay Flowers yesterday. They signed Odell Beckham Jr. in the offseason. They've got Mark Andrews. They've got J.K. Dobbins. All of a sudden, you start to look at Baltimore and with Lamar in there, and as long as he's healthy, 
for the duration of the season, which has been the question the last couple of years, not the beginning of the year, the end of the year for Lamar. You got to, I think you got to kind of put Baltimore in the category of those really good ASC teams. Again. They're certainly better than the Jets. Uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not feeling the uh, the Jets love. Vashta, we think about Lamar's deal. You know, I wanted more for Lamar, and I understand what he was trying to do. Uh, you know, and trying to make it fully guaranteed. I think we all agree that there was some type of collusion among NFL owners to not have that be the new trend. Uh, you know, he's now the highest paid player. I just, I just feel like, and I know that that he. Shout out to Jalen Hurts and and his and his agent uh, for for kind of setting the framework. I just think he should have gotten a little more. Maybe you know, maybe three hundred, maybe two hundred, maybe two hundred guaranteed. I think he means so much more to that Baltimore Ravens team than Jalen Hurts means to the Eagles. Uh, so I, I think that I think he should have gotten more. Yeah, I mean, I I can certainly see that mindset. And the truth is, is that he held out for a on principle as much as anything else. Uh, and for whatever reason, and maybe it's just the culture of the NFL, he was not getting that deal from anybody else. And yes, of course, it was collusion, whether it was stated or planned. Nobody was going to do the deal that they all hated that Cleveland did with Deshaun Watson. Vash Diehert, at Keep Blitzen on Twitter. And we've got. She's uh, the best. We love her. We love her. By the way, I, I, I know. I didn't know definitely. you were going to have T Bone on. <laughs> you guys are both flat out <laughs> awesome at T Bone WFNZ. Well, <laughs> yes. All right. We already had a guest call himself handsome earlier. Uh, you're both <laughs> wonderful people and uh, very, very attractive. And I will talk to both of you later. <laughs> All right. We appreciate it. <laughs> I've now lost control. It's uh, fine. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate.